Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, we're going to be tackling the first part of a two-part episode all about working with crystals and the tarot. So for today's episode, which is the first half, we're going to be looking at working with your crystals and the major arcana of the tarot. But before we get started, I want to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. So today's question comes from Jean, and here is Jean's question. Jean says, I have purchased clear quartz crystals for over 30 years. And sometimes they suddenly grow record keepers on one or more faces, which were not there upon purchase and examination with a magnifying glass. What causes this to happen? So this is a pretty controversial subject in the crystal healing realm. Um, You know, I hear people report changes with their crystals all the time, changes in color, changes in size, uh, even reported changes in the appearance and shape of the crystal, like record keepers, new crystal points, that sort of thing. And I've been a little reluctant to answer this question. This one's been sitting in the inbox for a while because I'm afraid a lot of you listening aren't going to like my answer, but I'm just going to, you know, as always, be super honest, super transparent. I have not personally had this experience. So this one is a really hard one for me to comment on. I'm naturally quite skeptical, believe it or not, you know, as a crystal healer, as a crystal teacher, um, you know, I'm kind of surrounded by skepticism all the time, which is normal and healthy and natural, and that's okay. I never feel like it's my job to convince anyone about the amazing work that crystals can do. Like, I just talk about my personal experience, and if that works for you too, awesome. Well, the same kind of goes here. Like, all I can really comment on is my personal experience, and this isn't something that I've personally had happen. I feel like what's probably most likely is that you're getting two crystals maybe mixed up if you have this happen, or that possibly you're just not quite remembering the crystal or some of the features, or maybe you didn't notice some of those features to begin with. However, I do want to say that in the realm of crystal healing, lots of things are possible, and even some of my very, very well-respected crystal teachers that I've learned from in my life, um, like Melody, for example, has reported this concept of crystal changes. And although this isn't something that I've experienced that I'm not quite convinced about yet, other people that I do really have a great deal of respect for have commented that this is possible. 
So in terms of what causes this to happen, I have no idea because I just haven't had it happen myself. And there are a lot of other changes that I think are more common that are much easier to explain. For example, a change in the color of a crystal is quite common. They can fade in sunlight. They can become darker when we work with them a lot. Um, Some people think this is a sign of negative energy or bad energy entering the crystal. And you know what? That couldn't be further from the truth. In fact, what often is happening if you have a crystal that becomes darker in color is that it has picked up some of your natural body oils from your hands or particularly in a piece of jewelry. So this is not something to be concerned about. But in terms of actual crystal changes in the structure of the stone, the shape and appearance of the stone, That one I just can't comment too much on, Jean, so I'm sorry I can't give you a better explanation. I think this is one of those things that you'll have to do a little self-exploration about. If you have a question you'd like me to answer for you about crystals, spirituality, or anything else you're curious about right now, let me know over at loveandlightschool.com slash ask. Now I have one more super exciting announcement before we dive into today's topic. I am a guest lecturer and guest teacher for Ethany's Tarot Reader Academy Tarot Summer School this year. This is an annual event that the amazing Ethany, who I've actually hosted as a guest on this podcast before, puts on each and every year to help people really dive deep into tarot cards. I love this event. I actually participated as an attendee last year with a few of the classes because they really cover things like tarot cards, different forms of divination and spirituality. It's such an amazing event and I was so touched and honored when Ethany asked me to be a teacher at this event this year. So The event officially kicks off on June 1st. It will go for 12 weeks, so it truly is a summer school, and there's a new class released each and every week. There are some truly amazing teachers that are going to be presenting at this year's Tarot Summer School on a huge variety of topics. So Ethany herself is teaching all about witches' runes and the tarot, Pamela Chen, the creator of the Crystal Unicorn Tarot deck, which I adore, is teaching about tarot spells and rituals, and I'll be teaching a class all about crystals for tarot readings and how to work with crystal energy to discover the deeper wisdom of your tarot cards. So if you'd like to learn more or sign up for one of those classes or a season pass for all 12 lectures, you can go to loveandlightschool.com slash tarot for all the information. And remember, the event starts June 1st, but it goes until the end of August. So although there are some super amazing events coming up that you won't want to miss, you do have a little bit of time to sit down and soak it all up, see what it's about, and check it out. And the really cool thing about this event is you can sign up for the entire season pass for all 12 lessons, or you can pick and choose just the classes that you're interested in. This also comes with some campfire Q&A sessions. So if you sign up for the season pass, you can come to two live calls with the summer school faculty, with the teachers, and ask questions about the classes or other things that are on your mind. 
And when you sign up for that season pass, you'll be entered in a huge door prize giveaway. And I'll be giving away one of my Crystal Grid Oracle Card decks, as well as a copy of my Crystal Moon Mystic Oracle deck. So remember, if you'd like to learn more, just visit loveandlightschool.com tarot for all the details. Now it's time for us to dive into our main topic for the day, working with crystals and the major arcana of the tarot. And remember, this is the first part of a special two-part episode. This week, we're looking at the major arcana, and next week, we'll be looking at the minor arcana. So tarot cards, as you might know, are a really popular method of divination, and they're used to receive guidance and wisdom from the universe. A lot of people think they're used more like fortune-telling cards and that they predict your future, but really what they do is show you the path that you're currently on and where you might end up if you stay on this trajectory. Now, although tarot cards can be super helpful, I know from personal experience that they can feel a little bit intimidating to a beginner um, or even for someone that's been working with them for a while. And one of the biggest obstacles that I hear from my students and other people at my shop when it comes to learning the tarot is, but how will I ever learn the meaning of all those cards? A tarot deck consists of 78 cards, and that is a lot of cards to memorize. And it seems daunting to really think about having to memorize all the meanings and the symbolism of all those cards. And actually, it was this sense of overwhelm that personally kept me from working with tarot cards for years. And instead, I just really focused on working with oracle decks because they felt a little bit easier, a little bit more geared for beginners, and they didn't feel so intimidating. But learning the tarot doesn't have to be difficult. And in fact, this is something that I was able to break down into a few smaller chunks. And it really helped me understand the energies and meanings of these cards. And in this episode, I'm actually going to teach you a further method of incorporating your crystals into diving deeper into the tarot and learning more about the major arcana. So the major arcana are the first 22 cards of the tarot. So out of all 78, the major arcana make up 22 of these cards. And we'll look at the minor arcana in next week's episode, which make up the remaining 56 cards. So these 22 major arcana cards are sometimes known as the trump cards. And these are seen as bigger than us. They represent kind of an inner version of ourselves or lessons that we have to learn in our lives. These cards usually are thought to carry the most weight of all the cards in the deck when they come up in a reading, and they can represent change or the course of our life path or things that help us make life-changing decisions. Basically, they're really powerful cards that show us the archetypes that we face in life. So how do you actually learn about the meaning and symbolism of these cards? Well, of course, there are quite a lot of traditional associations and symbolism with each of the major arcana cards, but you can actually work with your crystals to help you add more context to these cards in your readings and to discover more about the cards themselves. So you guys have heard me talk in a previous episode about my card a day tarot journal. And I really like the one that comes from Open Sea Design Company, 
Open Sea Design Company. Um, it's their journal that's called The Star. You can find them on Instagram at Open Sea, that's S E A, Design Co. Or you can find them online at OpenCDesignCo.com. And I've been using their The Star Notebook, which is a card a day tarot journal, for quite some time. And only recently have I added a new way of working with this card a day concept into my practice. And of course, this involves crystals. So this is a really simple way for you to explore each of the major arcana cards and really clarify the meaning of that particular card. It really helps you kind of unlock a deeper wisdom from your intuition, your subconscious mind about the messages and wisdom that that card has for you. So to try this method, you'll need a pouch of mixed stones and a tarot deck of your choice. Any deck is fine, just one that you're really drawn to and that you enjoy the art style of. You're going to start by separating out the major arcana cards, which are usually numbered 0 through 21 in any deck, and choose just one of these that you'd like to explore in depth. Place this card in front of you. This can be on your altar or on the floor or on a little table in your sacred space and look at the card in detail and start to think about its symbolism and its imagery. Look at the artwork and what's present in the design of that card. And what thoughts enter your mind about the energy and the meaning of this card? And just kind of let that simmer, let that permeate in the background of your mind as you continue on with this practice. Reach for a bag of mixed stones. So you'll need your little bag of mixed stones. I like to work with all tumbled stones here but you're more than welcome to add a few small rough crystals in as well. I just like the tumbled stones because then I really truly can't tell which one I'm drawing out of the bag before I see it. So in this bag, you'll probably want anywhere from 10 to 20 stones to give some really good variety, but if you need to work with less than that because that's all you have on hand, of course, that's totally fine. So hold this bag or pouch of tumbled stones in cupped hands above the tarot card. And just set a little intention that the stones help provide you with some more clarity about the meaning of this card. Then you're going to pull three stones from the bag and place them beneath the card. First on the left, then in the center, then on the right. It's almost like you're doing a tarot spread using crystals to uncover more about the meaning of this major arcana card. So when you're pulling this left stone, the very first stone, while you're reaching into the bag and kind of feeling the energy of the crystals and seeing which one is kind of drawing you in, ask yourself, how does the archetypal energy of this card relate to my body and to the physical realm? Then draw out the stone, look at the stone you've pulled, hold it in your hands. Think about how the stone relates to the meaning of this card. So what energetic qualities or properties or meanings of that crystal can you associate with the card in relation to your body and the physical realm? Now, if it helps you, you can also close your eyes and tune into the energy of the stone for some additional support and guidance in a sort of a mini meditation. Now, when you're pulling the center stone, you're going to repeat this process, but instead, 
While drawing this stone from the pouch, you're going to ask, how does the archetypal energy of this card relate to my mind or emotions and to the mental or emotional realm? So we started drawing that first stone, asking how the energy of this card relates to our body and the physical realm. With the next stone we've pulled, we're asking about our mind and emotions or the mental and emotional realm. And again, going through those steps of holding the stone in our hands, closing our eyes, tuning into the energy and really pondering how these two are related. And then finally, for the third stone or the rightmost stone, while you pull that one, you're going to ask, how does the archetypal energy of this card relate to my soul path or to spirit or to the spiritual realm? And you're going to go through these same steps again. So in this way, we get a body, mind, spirit approach to each and every card in the major arcana, one at a time. And you might wish to journal about your insights like I do to help you keep a record of the in-depth meanings that you uncover for each card. Now, if you wanna watch a sample of this process in action, I've made a really helpful video to give you an idea of exactly how to do this. So I know you'll find it to be a really useful tool for learning more about the archetypal energies of the major arcana cards, and I really want you to try it out. So if this feels a little intimidating or you feel unsure of how this works, you can actually watch a sample reading done this way where I dive into the energy of one of the major arcana cards. And you can find that video in the blog post that accompanies this podcast over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. Now also on that blog post, you'll find my general associations for the major arcana cards of the tarot. So they're just some of the most common meanings for all 22 major arcana cards. So you might even want to bookmark that article just to keep that list close at hand. Well, that is it for our main topic of the day. I hope you enjoyed that look at how to work with your crystals to uncover the deeper meaning of the major arcana. And remember, if you want to learn even more about crystals and the tarot, you can join me for tarot summer school. Just head to loveandlightschool.com slash tarot. That's T-A-R-O-T. And now I have our trending this week segment. As you know, each week I bring you a quick discussion on something that's happening in the world of crystal healing and spirituality right now, or something that I'm just really loving that I want to share. This week, to kind of keep on our theme of divination and the tarot and oracle cards, I am so excited to share about Heather Askinosi's daily crystal inspiration cards. So most of you probably are familiar with Heather. She's the co-founder of Energy Muse, and she's been my guest on this show a few times. And she has a brand new oracle card deck out called Daily Crystal Inspiration, a 52-card oracle deck for finding health, wealth, and balance. And I have been really loving working with this deck. It just came out. It has beautiful photographs of the crystals, and the messages are really simple and on point. And the other great thing about this is it comes with a super in-depth booklet that gives you a short description of the crystal 
and a soul affirmation. So an affirmation to really embody the vibe and energy that that crystal has. And I've been working with this deck for about a week now, just about every day, trying to remember to sit down and make time after my morning meditation to pull one of these cards and use it as kind of a guide for the day, either working with that crystal's energy or just keeping that affirmation top of mind. And it's beautifully written with great photos, gorgeous crystals, and it's just such a nice pick-me-up to work with in the mornings. So if you've been looking for a way to incorporate a simple crystal ritual into your day, check out the Daily Crystal Inspiration Oracle Deck by Heather Askinosi. Well, I hope you found a lot of value in today's show. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, of course, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe through that link as well so you never miss a future episode. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com.